Welcome to the Skill Stadium, a podcast for the skilled trades, where you can learn about the opportunities and benefits of working in the skilled trades from business owners, hiring managers, and the hardworking, talented professionals. And now, your host, Keith Williams. Welcome to the Skill Stadium Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. This is episode 64, and today we are going to talk about career opportunities in construction. And we're going to talk about an organization that is working to get more women in construction. So please tune in. This is a great episode. My guest today is the branch manager of United Rentals, and she is responsible for the daily operation of a profit center that provides specialty engineered rental products and services. In her role, she has the opportunity to lead and motivate an amazing team in various roles, from sales and service to maintenance and drivers. She's built a profitable location using her business and management skills, ambition, and competitive spirit. She's currently serving as the immediate past president of the National Association of Women in Construction, Atlanta chapter. She joined this organization six years ago after being encouraged from an initiative at United Rentals to build an exclusive and diverse culture. She's very passionate about connecting like-minded, strong professionals and empowering women to build and follow their confidence and rise to the top. Last year, she was awarded the 2020 Women United Dr. Janae Brittle Leadership Award for United Rentals. In her spare time, she enjoys volunteering in her community, gardening, attending sporting events, craft beer, and spending time with her family. Please welcome Brett Henderson to the Skill Stadium Podcast. Brett, how are you this morning? Good morning, Keith. I am well. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. We had a little technical difficulties there. Glad you're hanging in there. Brett, you know, I first found out about you. I was watching you on Facebook Live with Kayleen McCabe, and she is such a high energy individual. And I could see that in you. And I reached out and, uh, you know, just out of curiosity, how did you and Kayleen connect? So yeah, thanks for reaching out to me. That was such a pleasant surprise on LinkedIn. Kayleen and I actually connected through NAWIC, which okay. is, we're, we're going to touch a little bit on that today. But yes, um, the uh, her organization and my organization have the same um, mission, which is to create opportunities for not only women, but also for people in construction. And so they're doing some amazing work. We're doing some amazing work. And anytime she and I get to connect and advocate for the trades and advocate for women and the construction industry in general, it's just a really fun time. Yeah, I could say the two of you are a powerful force. And <laughs> that energy is just, it, it's contagious. There's something about people with high energy. I had her as a guest on my podcast and it was a great experience. I'm sure we're going to have the same experience. So talk to me about, you know, when you're growing up, when you're in high school, what did you want to become? And what was the biggest, what the biggest influence on you growing up? Yeah, so when I was in high school, and really even as far as I can remember back, I wanted to be an elementary school teacher. I loved leading, I loved learning, and I loved teaching. And, and while I, I'm not in the education industry now, I'm in the construction industry. However, I get to still practice all three of those skills. And that's what I am so passionate about, is leading the next generation into 
a successful industry and a successful world. And it is through guidance and through confidence and through mentorship that we'll be able to get there and we'll be able to sustain the energy. The person who had the most influence on me growing up and even now is my parents. Uh, They taught me discipline. They taught me confidence and they taught me love. I was an only child. So we have a very close relationship. And all three of those skills as well led me to where I'm at today and the success that I've seen. Those are three very important things for the next generation to know and to learn. And that's what I want to do is help us all get there and grow together as a culture and as an industry. Excellent. So I don't know if people are aware, but not too many professions in the skilled trades, if particularly your role, are different, but it's important to work. Please share what you do and what you enjoy most about the work you do. Yes. So what I do is our team supports the tradespeople. And we do this by offering job site solutions. This can be through equipment packages or a variety of services. But the goal or the intent for our partnerships with our customers is to make the tradespeople's job more efficient, therefore happier. Work smarter, not harder, right? So our team supports the construction industry through all phases. So from the moment that the dirt is first broken to the moment that the CEO is handed over, we are involved providing these type of specialized services um, for our customers. And um, what I do is I get to lead this team. The people that make it happen, I get to support them. And that's really what I love most about my job is the people and the culture that we have at United Rentals and specifically in my location. The, the most important asset that we have is our team. And that's what we make every decision about is how it's going to benefit or make our team better not only their professional life, but also their personal life as well. We used to have the motto, go home the same way that you came that day, as far as our safety culture goes. Now it's go home better than you came to work that day. So we're consistently evolving. We're trying to make our work and our lives better. And also for our customers as well. That's also the second most important thing to us. Our customers are our partners. And when you have a partnership, both parties involved benefit. And that's really the most valuable partnerships that we have. And so our team, our customers, and then third, our most inclusive culture. Our company recently went through, all 22,000 employees went through a culture workshop. And the reason that we did this is so we can learn what it's like to think outside of what we're normally used to. It's easy to get blinders or to kind of get set in motion and then keep going. But this culture workshop made us all pause. And we were very intentional on thinking about different backgrounds, different perspectives, and how beautiful it is of of a thing when those all come together collectively, moving towards one valuable end goal. It's really impressive how your company works on developing their people. You know, it, it, it... You don't see a lot of companies doing that these days. And it looks like they've made a very conscious effort because the culture of your organization and making sure that you have the right team built together is a key ingredient for success. And 
And I love that they're spending time and investing in that and trying to get the right people in the right place. And the work you do is very impressive because you're dealing with sales, which is not easy. You're dealing with um, logistics. So it's very impressive. And I want to make sure people understand this is just not an ordinary skill trade job. And it's just, it's showing another aspect to the business that a lot of people are not aware of. And that's why I really wanted to bring attention to it. That's why it was important for me to have you explain what you do and to just show people that there are so many different career opportunities in the skill trades. So uh, very impressed with the work that you're doing. Now, Brett, tell me, you know, you started your career in Charlotte, North Carolina, and you started as a sales associate. Now you're a branch manager in Atlanta. Can you please share the importance of being open and willing to make changes in your career? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it's very important that people remain open and, and willing to make changes in their career. We have a motto here in the Atlanta area at United Rentals where we really encourage our team to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. And what that means is typically you are developing the most personally and professionally when you're uncomfortable. That's when all the hard work, the grit, that's when people are really getting down and kind of growing, figuring out the challenges and then the solutions. And so there is so much opportunity in this industry that with a leap of faith, that hard work and that grit, you can do whatever you want. And the secret to that is finding supportive leadership to where you can't fail. They won't let you fail. Amen. Amen. It, I, you cannot underestimate the power of having mentors and people who've been down that path for you before you've you know, where you're going. So definitely agree with you 100% on that. Makes perfect sense to me. I also believe none of us are where we are without having received some, you know, some form of help. Can you share someone who has mentored or been an advocate for you or just how much of a difference has that made for you? 100% of a difference. Yes. When I first moved to Atlanta, the district manager of Atlanta at the time was a very big advocate of mine. He consciously taught me to stretch my mind, to think outside of the lines or the box, if you will. Um, and he just had a very unique way of kind of walking you down this mental path to develop those critical thinking skills. And that is one of the most important skill sets that the next generation, our generation, everyone can develop because that will get you through life, both professionally and personally. But he was always an advocate for me. He always challenged me, but he always had my best interest in mind. He's actually the one who got me into the NAWIC organization. So when I moved to Atlanta, I was the only female that was out in the field. And there were two other ladies in the Atlanta area, but they were selling on the inside. So my district manager knew that there was value in having a woman's perspective in the industry. And he couldn't necessarily totally relate to the unique challenges that women go through um, because he was a man. However, he knew that there was value in diversity and in inclusion. And so the um, leadership team at United Rentals, our corporate leadership team, had begun a partnership with NAWIC because 
NAWIC's mission and United Rentals Employee Resource Group called Women United, our mission both aligned very well, which was to strengthen and amplify the success of women in the construction industry. So my district manager at the time asked me if I wanted to be the point person for United Rentals in the Atlanta area for NAWIC. And at the time, I didn't really know what NAWIC was, but I knew that if he saw value in it, that I would see value in it. So I jumped right in and it has been one of the best and most rewarding decisions that I've made in my career and is what has helped me become so successful and develop into the leader that I am now. So it made a world of difference. It got me where where I am now. And that is what is so important about having mentors and sponsors in your professional career so that you can continue to rise and continue to make an impact and pay it forward for the next gen. Yes. And also another thing too is you're building networks and relationships. I'm sure the relationships that are new that you've built as a result of being in this organization. And I'm sure there are things that you have learned. You stepped outside of your comfort zone, you know, which is what you were talking about, you know, so very impressive. And that, and that's the only way you grow. It's just, as you said, being comfortable, being uncomfortable, right? So I know that you're passionate about getting more women into careers in construction. Please share why women should consider this profession. So the main reason women should consider this profession is because the gender pay gap is 99%. Oh. On ah, right? Oh, okay. On average in on average in the US it's 82%, but construction yes. is 99. So wow. it's always been important to me to be financially independent. And because of the opportunities for growth in the construction industry, I've been able to do that. And you will find financial success in construction. Not only will you be able to support yourself or your family or whomever it is that's important to you, but also the construction industry is just fun. It's a great network of people. And typically there's always work. There's always construction going on. It cycles through on the different types of construction, but most often you can always get a job. So it's important that women but also people in general understand the viable careers that are in the construction industry and what it can do to change your life. I also might add that anytime there's a shortage of people in an industry, you're going to tend to be treated better. That's just, you know, if, if, if we need people and, and this is an industry where we have a shortage, they don't want to screw up and lose, lose those people, I would imagine. So. We're definitely experiencing that right now with the labor gap that we have. Even today, it's so important that employees feel valued and that they feel important and included and heard because you're right. It is an investment when you hire someone. And so you want to continue to build upon that investment and be sure that that person feels supported until the day that they want to retire. Mm -hmm. So please share how NAWIC is doing to raise the numbers of women in construction and why should women get involved in this organization? Yeah, so NAWIC's doing a lot of work to amplify and to strengthen the success of women in the construction industry. And the main thing that we're doing is building leaders. We're leading builders and building leaders. But if you 
Okay, so the average tenure in the construction industry for women is 15 years. 15 years is the average tenure for women in the construction industry. Think about that for a second, Keith. Women entered the workforce in the 1960s. That's over 61 years ago, right? So we've come a long way and we're headed in a great direction, but it's important that people know about resources like NAWIC in order to help kind of expedite those years of experience, right? So NAWIC offers professional development and education. Um, we offer community, networking, and then we really want to be involved in the conversation that takes the direction of the construction industry to that diverse and that inclusive, that inclusive industry that it's becoming and that it can continue to become. Okay. And so also, you know, what is the average tenure of men in construction? Because you said 15 years for women. Is it on par or is it, that's important to know. It's longer than that. Yes. Okay. Women have had a little bit of a slower rise, a little mm -hmm. bit of a slower introduction into the workforce in general. And so we talk a lot about mentorship and menteeship in the NAWIC organization because it's so critical that we learn from the challenges that we've gone through and that we've been successful through, but that we also pass that down to the next generation. So we have an, a great mentoring program here in Atlanta. We've partnered with the local trade schools, the local universities, and the local technical colleges. And I'm very proud to say that when Dr. Irish Forsey began the program three years ago, she had six participants. Now we've grown it to where we have 18. So it's important that we get involved early, as early and as often as possible in order to be sure people understand how great of a career they can have in, United, um, in the construction industry. Definitely. Definitely. That was a Freudian slip. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. That's all right. It happens. No worries. <laughs> yes. How do you guys use technology? You know, how do you use technology in going where young women are to reach them? to educate them on their careers. Cause you know that, you know, the, the, the key thing here is to reach your audience and you're one person, you can only do so much. So how do you reach out to your audience to educate them on careers in construction? Yeah, no, that's, that's definitely an excellent point. So I think the number one and most obvious answer is social media. It's podcasts like you're doing right now, Keith, that right. is going to allow for our passion, our industry to go viral. And ultimately, that's what success is on social media, right? Yes. But no, our young people are spending a lot of time on there. And it's important that we get in front of them at an early age and an often age, and we expose them to the viable career options. There are a multitude of career paths just in our NAWIC Atlanta organization. We've got construction lawyers, we've got supply sales, we've got contractors, we've got tradespeople, and you can take this industry and kind of specialize it in any way that you want that's possible. And so I think it's important that we get in front of these students, elementary, middle, high school, technical college, university, we've got to hit them at every level in order for them to really understand. We've got to have that repetitive message that says, hey, 
working with your hands is a skill and it's beautiful and it is celebrated. And we've got to continue to offer that diversity in the industry as far as careers go. And we've got to be sure that children are exposed to it early and often. Excellent. Hey, what makes United Rental a great place to work? So what makes United Rentals a great place to work is our culture and our leadership. Recently, our CEO was named one of the top 50 CEOs by Glassdoor. And very impressive. And what stands out to me about him is that he's very honest. He's very genuine. And at the end of every message that he has, whether it's a video message that he's sending or an email, he always thanks us for being on the team. And that really makes you feel important and valued. And it's something that we want our entire team and our entire community to understand the culture that we have and that we're building is diverse. It is inclusive. And we want to hear from every single employee, every single work group. So we try to mix a lot sales and mechanics and drivers and managers and get as many different backgrounds and perspectives in the room as possible, because that's when you get the most powerful solution. When you bring those different perspectives and those different backgrounds together. And that's really the the message and the importance that comes from our top, that comes from our top-down leadership. But um, with United Rentals being a Fortune 500 company, each branch is kind of run like a family. And that's what's really cool about the culture as well. We talk, we have daily safety huddles, and then we also get our teams together every week as well. And when we bring the entire team together, we talk a lot about looking out for your brothers and your sisters and being sure that you're performing that hazard 360 awareness, sometimes multiple times throughout a activity because things change so often. And we're in a dangerous industry. We, we really are. However, it's important that we look out for one another, look out for our customers, our work family, and really just take care of everyone by being very safety conscious. That's a big deal. I think when people know that they're cared for. I mean, that makes a huge difference. I mean, I I think that how you take care of your people is a strong indication of the success of your company and people being happy and staying on board because it's a small thing to do, but if you get it right, it's a big deal. So very impressive. Very impressive. Can you share three resources for anyone interested in learning about careers in construction or the skilled trades? Absolutely. So I'll talk a little bit more about NAWIC. The NAWIC organization offers a lot for women in the construction industry. I touched a little bit on the professional development education. We actually have an annual conference that I'll be attending the later part of this week, but where we will have professional development seminars that are industry specific, but also skill specific. So we'll work a lot on leadership, but also trends in the construction industry and talking about those. So you've got that component of NAWIC, you've got the mentorship that I touched on a little bit more, the networking, but also the construction education and skill enhancement. One third 
of all employees, Keith, are not doing anything to develop their own self professionally or personally. Mm -hmm. And so when you think about that statistic, especially as a leader, you kind of reflect for a moment like, well, why not? Do they not know about it? Are the resources not being talked about enough to where they feel like they can do that reasonably? That's something that we've still got to uncover. However, being able to have NAWIC as a resource for me as a woman in the construction industry has done a lot for my growth and my professional growth and my personal growth. So I would encourage everyone to get involved in their local NAWIC chapter. It is a global organization. Oh, yes. But we've also got chapters in every state and in a lot of them in Canada as well. So I would encourage people to get involved in that. Also, I recently was on a webinar with the Atlanta Electrical Contractors Association, and they have a five-year apprenticeship program that when you leave... You come in, you know, as an apprentice and there are different steps along the way. And when you leave, you leave making at least $66,000 a year, straight yeah. time, yeah. Yeah. straight yeah. time. Yeah. No one works eight hours in construction. Okay. You're going to get overtime. Yeah. Um, so that along with like 30% extra benefits package, I mean, that is, that was just such an important observation and resource that I felt like it's important to get out there and to share on your show because it is a trades position. And look at that money that you come out making and after five years, not to mention you get the benefits while you're in the program, you get consistent work, you get all of these experience and all while earning a great living. And you don't get debt because you're not paying. So I would encourage people <laughs> Bingo, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. So you come out debt free, just making cash at that moment, right? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. such an awesome, awesome opportunity with the Atlanta Electrical Contractors Association. Mm -hmm. And then the third, third resource that I would recommend is Construction Dive. It's an online network of construction articles. And what I use it for is to keep up with the industry info and also to kind of watch construction trends. So there's been a lot of, of talk about the direction of the industry and how the COVID-19 virus is affecting it and what the longevity looks like and what the out outlook looks like. And I just like getting those emails, those notifications, just to kind of keep me up to date with what's going on in the industry outside of my little world here in Atlanta. Definitely, definitely. Final question. Please share one lesson you have learned working in a male-dominated industry that young women can learn from. Believe in yourself. So there's a really interesting statistic here about a when people are looking to apply for a job. And when men look at a job description, they see that, oh, yeah, I've got about 50% of what it takes. Yeah, I'll go ahead and apply. Sure, no problem. I got this. Okay. Yeah. Women look at the same job description. And we're like, ooh, mm, not 100%. I, I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know if I should apply. I'm here to tell you, apply. Yes. Do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. Yes. I mean, really, the key, the key to it is surrounding yourself with supportive leadership. I agree. Supportive leadership, work hard, and the sky's the limit. I agree. I agree. Great, great advice. Brett, thank you so much for being a guest on the Skill Stadium podcast. This was fantastic. We definitely have to coordinate again. 
I'm going to make sure all your information about your company will be in the notes. So we don't have to shout it out here because I think it's better if it's if people can read it on the notes in the uh, podcast notes. Brett, thank you so much. And I wish you continued success. And I enjoyed our podcast today. Keith, thank you very much for having me on your podcast. I appreciate the opportunity to shout from the rooftops how great of a career the construction industry is. And it was really great connecting with you. So thank you so much for having me on. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to Skill Stadium. It would mean so much if you left a review on iTunes and told your family and friends about the podcast.